Welcome back to the Successful AF Podcast with your hosts, Ashley and Fiona. How you doing, Faye? I'm doing great. We are so excited for you guys to hear this episode that we recorded today. We had such an amazing conversation with Susan and we literally stayed for hours after because mm-hmm. it was so therapeutic and it was everything we needed and more. So I hope that yeah. you guys really enjoy this episode that we have for you. Yeah, I would just like to say I said to Fiona, you are going to love this <laughs> woman. And she was like, yeah, OK, like totally not believing me. And I, I probably had to drag her out of the studio that we were in with Susan. Oh, my gosh. Well, also, I'm sitting there like I need a studio. Like, yeah. This is our calling. <laughs> like this is our time. We need this lighting. We need yeah, this studio. Yeah. So like Susan's right a now. photographer. So we had all like her photography lights. Lights. Up. It was so nice. A um, fancy couch. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, so nice. but I definitely had to drag Fiona out of there because she never wanted to leave. Well, she also brought us cupcakes. Why yeah. would I want to leave? <laughs> Ashley? Yeah, between the conversation, the company, <laughs> everything. It was amazing. Amazing. It was amazing. So, and she also, following up, she also DM'd me. Did you see what she DM'd me? I didn't. Well, cause she DM'd me on the podcast okay. um, page, but she DM'd me like this whole thing about how like the next day she went into a meditation. She felt compelled to tell me this and it was like this whole thing <gasps> that I was like oh my gosh I love like this that. woman is inside my mind and her. someone spiritually is speaking to me it was it was just crazy I, I sent her. it to Liam and he was like what this is insane like yeah. just crazy yeah she's my favorite person on earth I yeah think. so I we her. are so excited this episode's all about self-love and healing and a lot of things that we needed to hear at the moment and we hope you guys enjoy as well yeah, so without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome to the show, Susan. We're so excited to have you on. Thank you so much <laughs> for having me. Yes, thank you for coming on. Um, so I guess we'll just jump right into it, right? Yeah, so tell us about your background, what you do, how you got to where you are today. Oh, gosh, it's been a journey, ladies. <laughs> it's been a journey. I mean, I started my career like a lot of people, right, thinking I had to go a traditional path. And my parents are very conservative people, and I was in corporate America hating every second <laughs> of it. <laughs> Ladies, if you hate your job, quit. I love quit it. <laughs> what were you doing in corporate? Like, what was your was first job? An organizational development consultant. Wow. So it was about, you know, optimizing people for the organization. And I did that for like 10 years and I just burnt out. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. It's such a masculine environment, competitive. I worked for big companies and it was killing my soul. And in fact, I started having like um, physical symptoms. I would go to the doctor, say, I don't feel well, something's wrong. I'm like exhausted all the time. I was losing weight for no reason. And they were like, nothing's wrong with you. All the tests are fine. You're like, there's nothing wrong with you. And I just realized it's like my soul. I just felt like my soul was shriveling up. I actually found a quote that when I read this quote, I stopped breathing because I realized that that was the problem. And the quote was, if can I share it with and you? Of course, yeah, yeah, please do. The quote is by Anais Nin, who's an author. And the quote is, and then the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. Wow. I love I that so much. I know. I'm <laughs> like, oh, gosh. And that's what happened. I, I had chills all over. And I yeah. said, this is the problem. I'm tight in a bud. This is not what I was supposed to be doing. And yeah. I quit. And so I started coaching people. So I flipped it. Instead of helping organizations optimize people, I started helping people optimize their lives, optimize their careers. So I became a coach. And I was having so much success with people right the people who are like oh my god I should have been this all along and they yeah. would totally transform their lives that I looked at my own life and I said I was always wanting to be an artist <laughs> and my parents like kind of pushed me off the path yeah. so I said I'll give myself a year I'm gonna see if I can make a go as a photographer because I love photography yeah well, ladies, that was 15 years ago. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. So how old were you at that point when you so quit your job and decided to pursue photography? My early 30s. Okay. Yeah. So that was like my early 30s. So you had that job for, uh, for like 10 years or like 
ish in corporate yes in corporate yes yeah a little over 10 years actually yeah because I started straight out of high school and you corporate. were you married with kids at this point when you quit your job yes okay so extra risk for <laughs> sure <laughs> yes yeah, yeah everybody around me thought I was nuts they're like she's lost it oh my god yeah. yeah she's gone crazy I can imagine yeah. yeah I love that and you know it's so funny because I feel like us in our 20s like we decided to kind of go off that corporate path and not follow like what our parents had originally wanted us to do like I know I can definitely my dad was like real estate really <laughs> <laughs> um you just got this he's awesome like he's degree. like benefits where are those <laughs> where are the benefits <laughs> um but I think people tell us that we're crazy and it's like really we have no risk like I'm very lucky that I have a great support system and you know I I am under my dad's benefits <laughs> until 26 I don't need to worry about health insurance right now but to hear that like you you had so much more risk and so much more to lose than we did that it almost makes it seem like minuscule like why was I ever afraid when like you did it you had all this risk and all this you know no who's to say that it wasn't going to work out in a year and here you are and that's so inspiring well here's the thing I always ask my clients um, because I do I do the photography transformation through photography now but I also have gone back to the coaching as well because it's all integrated to me it's Mm -hmm. all the same thing it's helping women transform their lives right so they can live better lives more empowered lives so with that I mean what what occurs to me when you say that that like I had so much more risk right to to do this what's the alternative to continue Mm -hmm. to suffer right yeah so to me I would rather take the risk to find something that felt aligned for me yeah you know then keep doing something yeah then keep suffering yeah right and that's the thing. So many people stay suffering. Yeah. 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 Some people because feel like that's their only. Yeah. yeah. It's comfortable. And that's their only way yeah. in society. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so, so tell us what happened yeah. when you started to pursue photography and how that took off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. I didn't expect it at all. I mean, I was literally shooting out of my living room when I started. And um, how did you get your first client? Was it like a friend or was it like... Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I love telling this story. Oh, okay. <laughs> so how I even decided to start shooting women in the first place, because that was not my plan. My yeah. plan was I was going to be like a fine art photographer and I was going to do... Because I paint. Oh, okay. So I was going to do pa- painterly port- like photos. And okay. Um, I asked my best friend. I said, um, can I take pictures of you with tool? And she had been a ballerina, so like she had toe shoes. Mm-hmm. So I said, can I take a picture, a couple pictures of you in tool and toe shoes? Now you can only ask your best friend that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ashley would do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, of course. Yeah. And so we shot her in, my, in a basement with a little tiny light. I had no idea what I was doing. But when she saw the pictures, she started crying. She was like, you have no idea what these pictures mean. But she started bawling, and she wanted to blow them up and put them all over her walls. Yeah. And I was like, wow, if it does that for her, what could it do for other people? Yeah. And so the light bulb went on. And the thing is, at the time, like boudoir photography, which is where I started, um, was not a thing on the East Coast. And so I didn't even call it that, but that's essentially what I was shooting for women. Yeah. Right? Did you feel like a part of it was like looked down upon or do you think it was just like scary for women to like come forward and like take pictures like that? Well, you know, I think so many women didn't uh, like me didn't know there was a thing yeah. called boudoir. So it wasn't what it is now that people look at it and go, ew, what is yeah. that? Right. Mm-hmm. So the way that I presented it was that this is about loving the skin you're in. This is about un- rewriting your inner script, right? Changing how you see yourself. Looking at the beauty before you see the flaws, right? So when you explain that to people, like who doesn't want in on that, yeah. right? And it's what we all as women need because we all have body image issues. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea it was going to blow up the way that it did. Um, you know, Newsday did an article on me, had my, one of my ig- images, huge, it took up the whole cover. Wow. <laughs> of the newspaper. And it was, was it boudoir? It was a pinup shot. Yes. Okay. 
And, you know, but that gave me the sense that, huh, this is going to be something, right? And yeah. So now today it's really trendy, but I've also moved forward and I've, I do other kinds of portraiture and fine art. I've been in fine art galleries, things like that. But it's always around the concept of women's transformation and um, this feminine soul, right? Okay. The power of the feminine soul. I love that. So can you tell us more about how you shoot the transition? Or the transformation, <laughs> like how how do you how do you put that into art? Yes. Well, actually, I wrote a book on it. Okay. It's called Body and Soul, okay. and because here's the thing, I have a master's degree in psychology. Okay. And so when I came to photography, I said, I said to my mom because she was like, I can't believe you like quit your six figure job to be to start, f you know, a photography studio. And I said, I'm never going to use the, the the psychology more. Yeah. And I was right. So um, the book is the first of its kind that combined the concept of psychology with photography because I see the camera as a healing tool. Okay. Right. So that means that my process from start to finish is a co-creating process. I work with my client to understand how does she see herself? Who is she stepping into becoming? Did you see how it's like coaching? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> Who is she becoming? And how do we capture images that show her as that future self now? Wow. I love that. Right? Yeah. And every woman has a story. And so what I'm always talking about out in the world for people who don't understand what I shoot and why is there is a powerful story behind every image. Yeah. A powerful story, whether it's one of overcoming abuse one of you know finding self-love after 50 years <laughs> or you know some people have nearly died right and they were angry with their bodies and now they, they're making peace with their bodies there's oh it's never a vanity thing yeah never I love that. I love, yeah, wow. I love that so much yeah. I'm like chills I like, know. down <laughs> my body like, this is crazy I think it's just something that we've never really been open to I guess would be the right word I think you know I followed you for a long time I know Fiona's just started following you but I think you know viewing it in such a different life gives your work so much power mm -hmm. over than just a normal you know she's a photographer like I feel like it just is so much more in depth than that and mm -hmm. I love that you put so much emphasis and power to what you do you know it's not just yeah, I shoot pictures and, you know, I want them to feel beautiful. Like, yeah. that's not what it's about. It's so much deeper than that. And I kind of want to ask your process of a new client, you know, just inquired about you. And I would love to hear, like, start to finish, like, what you kind of ask them, what you do with them to kind of make it as powerful as it is. Oh, you, give, like you want me to give away all my trade secrets? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus! I guess tied into that also, like, how you differentiate from competitors or people that are also taking like similar photos in that industry yeah I mean here's the thing I I preceded all the ones around here anyway <laughs> 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 that's for sure but um you know when I started talking about when my book came out and I started talking about it the way that I talk about it there were people who were like oh, she's not really a photographer right I mean there were photographers who said to my face your your work is all over the place you're not really a professional photographer. And I said to them, my work is only all over the place if you think that the work should reflect who I am as a photographer. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, is that you cater to each specific client yes. as their individual, not your individual. That's yes. Right. It's yes. a completely different way of thinking. Yeah. Right? So there are some photographers who work that way because that's the way we're taught Yeah. to shoot. It's about you. It's about your voice as an mm. artist, and you know everything. And when clients call me and say, oh, well, you can shoot me however. You're the photographer. You're the expert. I say, no, I'm not the expert of you. Yeah. I don't know how you see yourself. I don't know how you want to see yourself. Mm -hmm. I don't know what issues you're working through. Let's talk about that. Yeah. And then they understand, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, of course, now my book's out. I've been talking about this for a while. The everybody's evolving so mm -hmm. there are other photographers who will speak this way now but um in the beginning it wasn't yeah <laughs> I think it's important for you know people who are coming to you going to any photographer to kind of feel that way of like mm -hmm. you know 
it's it's about the client and it's about the pictures yeah. and it's about what comes out of it rather than you're shooting pictures and it's what you like. Yeah. And I was know. joking about that. Obviously no, I wrote the book <laughs> body and soul, which I pretty much laid it all out in there. Right. But, um, and, and I think that if more photographers shot this way, everyone would be better served. And I mm -hmm. don't even believe for a second, I'm the photographer for every woman, mm -hmm. you know? And I tell my, when people call me, I will say, let's see if we're fit for one another because I might not be the photographer for you and you might not be the client for me. And it's a two-way street, right? Yeah. So, and I'm happy to send people along. Like, if they're looking for just a pretty picture, right? Like, sometimes people are just looking for a pretty picture. They don't really care. They don't want to do the thought behind it. And I send them away because that's not my client. Mm -hmm. And I love that you make it such a personalized experience as well as just, like, not just photos because I think that that makes people not only come back for more but also like refer you to friends and be like I experienced this it was so much more than just going in for a photo shoot yeah. and like that's something that you can't take away from anyone like that and experience it stays with them forever yeah forever yeah. I had a woman email me one morning um I shot her 10 years prior oh wow <laughs> and she said I want you to know that I woke up this morning and I have this huge presentation I have to give and I'm feeling really nervous about it. And then I saw in the mirror, I had this huge pimple in the middle of my forehead. And I was like, it's going to be a terrible day. <laughs> and then she said, I looked over and I saw my album on the shelf. And I pulled it down and I gave myself 10 minutes to sit with some tea, go through the album. And by the time I was done, I felt like I could conquer the world. I love that. Oh, my gosh. That is magic. That's yeah. like, oh, my gosh. That's it's amazing. such a powerful experience. Yes. Yeah. Even for it to be effective 10 years later is insane. Every time I walk in Ashley's house, it's right there. So oh I have <laughs> to appreciate Ashley every time I walk in yes, the house. Yes, Her photos so literally your image. <laughs> yes. It's like but the you first put thing. one of them on blown metal. Like the, I don't know what it is. It's like metal. And I put it right literally as soon as, as, soon you, walk as you walk in her front door it's, right it's ashley and it's the one that we did with like the ropes and the powder <laughs> i don't even know if you remember it I do. <laughs> but it was it was a million years ago and literally it wow. is that one's there and then the one with the tool behind like the yeah. sheets and stuff is Aww. up on my mantle like you were like a wee baby then. i was i was <laughs> i you was were. but i mean something about the pictures like i get so many compliments Aww. people are like that's you i'm like uh yeah i, I know i'm in my you know my pajamas right now but like yeah that's me <laughs> i can look like that but yeah it's, i mean it's it's a powerful picture i mean everybody yeah. says yeah. comments on it when they yeah. walk into my house yeah, yeah. so well that we co-created that because yeah. you had you had creative ideas going to into that too yeah right so and i love that too i love yeah. that like they can bring their creative ideas and like maybe even experiment with things they never thought Mm -hmm. was in their mind but just like feeding off of your ideas I think that's like also so amazing because like you said a lot of times you go into a photo shoot and like people pose you and like you don't and really have a it. say and yeah. like you you might not even know that you wanted a say <laughs> like you know what I mean like yeah because that's so normalized and so. that's a really good point because I do have people who call me to inquire and they ask the usual questions how much where's your studio and then I'm like you haven't asked me about how the process goes and they'll be like, oh, how does it work? And then we'll <laughs> talk and they'll be like, oh, I yeah. didn't even know that Like, was why was that not the first question? Yeah. <laughs> well, they just don't know. No, I know. Right? I know. Yeah. yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> That's so crazy. And I think also with this specific line of, like, work and photography, it's so important that they have a voice because they're literally photographing their body more than they would in some other type of photography. Yeah, I mean, but it's also, I've had clients who have commissioned me for uh, wall art, right, fine mm -hmm. art. Oh, wow. And one client that comes to mind right off the bat, I didn't really know what was going through, in going on in her life. I, I found out later, but um, there she was going through a huge transition in her life. And she said, I want art on my walls, but I go to galleries and I don't see anything that I love. I want something with me in it that is powerful that every time I look at it I'm reminded that I am this like powerful being and we created a series one of them is composited it's so beautiful she looks like a mother earth goddess right she we created that together 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's a beautiful piece of art. It's fine art. It's one of a kind. Nobody else will ever have an image like it because that was her, our creation together. Yeah, I love that's that. Now I want, I want to look like Mother Earth <laughs> in my house. <laughs> I, th- I think it's like so much deeper than just a picture. Oh, and I, so I think we've emphasized that so much yeah. today, but I think it really is an important point that it's, you're not just doing photography. Like no. it truly goes so much deeper yeah. than that. So I want to ask, how long does a session take? Or do you try to like, you know, brainstorm with them beforehand? Oh, yes. So uh, we definitely brainstorm beforehand. We do like a mood board before Ooh, the okay. shoot, and I will. Sh- and the shoot itself could be the shoot process. The shoot itself could be two hours, three hours, four hours, mm-hmm. five hours. Yeah, <laughs> six really hours, depends. seven hours. What are we shooting? <laughs> what are we doing? And I am. I will share this with you. I'm rolling out something new. Okay. And it's called your inner goddess experience. So this is going to be really interesting because we're going to do a lot of work before the shoot to identify who is your inner goddess. What does she look like? What element is she connected to? What colors does she wear? Right. And then we're going to take all that information and design wardrobe, design a set, (laughs) It's wow. going to be like a high-end fashion shoot. Yeah. But it's like this, your inner goddess pulling that out. So this is taking this concept of let's embody you in a photograph. Yeah. And into art. To the next level. To the next level. Wow. I love that. And it's like, I feel like it's something, like if I was to sit down and you were to ask me all those questions, I feel like, you know, certain things would come to mind on the forefront, but it would be, I would try to like pull deeper for something like that. And it would be probably be something that, I wouldn't even think I could think of. I wouldn't even think that like I thought of myself that way unless I was diving deep and pulling these things out. So I'm sure like the shoot is something that these women like don't even expect. Like they come, oh, it's going to look kind of like this. And it's like completely different. And I'm sure it's amazing and beautiful regardless of whether they expected it or not. But it's probably even that unexpected trait that helps. Well, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be incredible. And I'm doing a demo shoot next in two weeks. Okay, a demo shoot so I can explain to people what lives in this head of mine yes. right about <laughs> this because right now that's where it lives in my head but I can see it and I, I I'm so excited to take her through this process because I think even the process that you just highlighted yeah of going deep yeah. how often do we do that for ourselves not often right and that especially I feel like when you go in for photography in general regardless of what you're shooting I feel like you try to like compare it to things that are already done and it's like all right well you know if I'm gonna get headshots done let me look up headshots and it's like a basic picture because you don't want to stray too far from like the norm of that and I feel like what you're doing is so personalized and so customized that like even you know people who come to you are probably looking to dive deep and not looking for regular photos and that's so important that you're providing like something completely different and a completely different experience. I think it's amazing. Yeah. I think the biggest gift is giving women permission to explore who they are and express themselves. I love that. I love that. I think that's so important. Um, do you want to do another question? Yeah. So we were looking you up and on your website and everything. So we noticed you have a self-love challenge. So can you tell us a little bit about that or explain that? Yeah, the self-love challenge. Um, that actually, I rolled that out during Valentine's Day because oh. I was aw- I have a lot of single friends, and um, it occurred to me like this is a terrible holiday for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know we did a whole episode on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did right? a whole episode on why Valentine's Day sucks yeah. and like how to you know kind of how to like find you. yeah how to find self love like when you're single on Valentine's yeah. Day yeah yeah so I don't know how my husband reacted to it or responded <laughs> or th- what he thought of it but I was like this Valentine's Day I'm gonna talk about self-love yeah <laughs> I love that though <laughs> yeah so I rolled out the self-love challenge it was like a sequence of emails and it's just gonna be something that I keep available for people who want to do it um because it's really I think it's we don't give ourselves permission to love ourselves. We're always so hard on ourselves. We're taught from a young age to like put other people before us. 
So is this is this challenge still available? How do people get it? What does it entail? Yeah. So um, <laughs> I forgot where it is. <laughs> I think it's on my um, the feminine uh, soul whisperer uh, Instagram page. Okay. The LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, not the LinkedIn. The linked, what is it? Link, link tree. tree. Yes. Link tree. You can tell I'm so techie, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It lives there. So yeah. The, the I think that's where we found it. Yes. yes. Yeah. The feminine soul whisperer. Okay. On Instagram in the link tree, there's a series of freebies downloads there. Oh, cool. Okay. Amazing. So let's dive into that. The okay. feminine soul whisperer. Cause I know that's kind of a new venture. Yes. Right? And yes. like how you've transitioned to coaching. Yes. since being in this yes. space so the thing I like to explain to everyone is I was a coach in corporate yes when I left I was a coach right because I know that coaching is so big now everybody's like oh everybody wants to be a coach now but <laughs> yeah, like no you're going back I was actually a coach <laughs> yeah. way back right so what I realized because I create strong bonds with a lot of my clients and they'll they'll let me into their lives and they'll be like I, I really am struggling with this I'm struggling with that and that's just par for the course when you're shooting photography the way that I do it, right? Because it's about who are you, and then people open up and they're vulnerable. So <clears throat> I realized that a lot of women were struggling with things that I have tool sets around, yeah. right? And so with my master's degree, I actually am I'm certified in Reiki, right? Energy healing. I believe in all of that. I'm an empath, so I feel energy from people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then I, during COVID lockdown, I decided to get my certification as a, a, a hypnotherapist. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> because I'm like, you know, the mind is such a powerful thing. But as, as I never wanted to become a, a clinical psychologist because I felt like, you're just hitting up against that subconscious and you can mm -hmm. talk through it all you want. It's going to be really difficult to rewrite those subconscious patterns, right? Yeah. That are so deeply ingrained. People don't even know they have them. Mm -hmm. So I was really curious about hypnosis. And so I got certified in that. And then I created a system that I started testing. It's called the HER method. And I've had some incredible, incredible <laughs> significant <laughs> transformation with my clients who want to experience it wow. because it's a holistic approach to transformation so it's about mind body and soul all together so I've, I'm doing both of those things now I'm doing the shooting the healing through the camera and then also the uh, her method coaching what whether or not they need support through the camera yeah. is up to each individual client but sometimes they don't need the camera they just need um, the mindset reset the energy work and the uh, hypnosis to rewrite scripts I love that me too <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm sitting here and I'm just like I'm I like really think I need I this no we both are like we need this <laughs> we have like a mental breakdown once a week yeah, so we definitely literally. need some reset in our bodies <laughs> Like that just the entire time you were talking, I was like, I could benefit from that. I could benefit from that. But like, like couldn't everyone? Like I feel like I'm everyone. Sure, can yeah. Benefit and I'm from sure it, like not know? everybody realizes it too. But you know. So can you tell us a little bit about? You don't have to go like super in depth, but like what kind of things you work through with them in those sessions, and like what someone could expect from that. Yeah. So there's three general areas that uh, I have been working with women on in that regard, and um, they tend to come underneath self-care self-realization and what's the third self <laughs> I'm blanking <laughs> it's self-care it's self like coming into who you already are right so it's about shedding the stuff that other people told you you have to be so that you can be who you really are right so it's it's self-awareness that's the third one self-awareness so a lot of people don't even know what their gifts are you ask them like what are you good at and they stare at you blankly <laughs> how do you build confidence if you don't know what your strengths are if you don't know if you can't walk into a room and be like hi I'm Susan and I'm incredible because of this <laughs> and this and this Right. Yes. Yeah. I, love I love that love so that. much because yeah. we always talk about how it's so important to know yes. what your strengths are and even your weaknesses yep. because 
then you know where you can build up on your strengths. You right. Know? So once you know what your your strengths are, you have this confidence built. Um, then it's like clearing away the the. Anytime somebody says something that a lot of coaches use the term limiting belief, right? Oh, well, mm-hmm. I'm not good at that, or I can't do this. My question to them is, who said that? Because it doesn't come from us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's never from us. It's, well, my parents said it when they were mad at me. My teacher said that. My ex-boyfriend said that. And so it's like layers of an onion. You got to peel away all that stuff that's not yours. Mm-hmm. Right? The outside of the onion is orange and ugly and dull and <laughs> flaky. You got to get rid of that crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get down to the core. Wha- that's where the strength is. Right? So that's what I help women do. But it takes it takes work and every woman needs something different. Right. So the holistic approach that I use gets to the core of the issue one way or the other. Right. Yeah. Whether yes. it's a mindset thing, it's an energetic thing. People carry pain in their energy bodies. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I think it's just it's so interesting because I'm sure like I'm I'm sitting here thinking like. If you were to ask me those questions right now, like, what would I say? Yeah. And I genuinely don't know. So I'm sure it's a lot of, like, deep work of, like, like bringing those things out. Like, the things that I'm sure I know that, like, if you ask me, like, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? Who told me these certain things? Like, limiting beliefs and off the bat I'm like I don't I don't really think I have any limiting beliefs but I definitely do (laughs) and I'm sure everybody does and it's a matter of like pulling that out Mm -hmm. and I'm sure it takes I mean how many sessions do you do to like figure this out or is it just as many as they need yeah uh, well my coaching sessions tend to be like three three months right because then you know there's we work on one thing at a time but you know I've had incredible transformation on issues like assertiveness um anxiety in like two three sessions yeah and which is incredible right because when you give people a a safe space with which to reflect to do the work to shift perspective and they're willing to do so transformation is inevitable i love that and like what so after they go through this experience with you what advice do you give to them after they finish your coaching sessions mm. because i feel like that's when the hardest work happens mm. it's like sometimes you have this like awakening but then it's like how do you actively keep pursuing that in your life well did you notice i said the three areas and they all start with self mm-hmm. yes because this is about the whole process is not about me fixing them yes it's about them empowering themselves yes 100 so this is a self-empowerment experience so when they're done with our sessions they have the tools yes to continue yes <laughs> okay so you're yes. we're actively doing that throughout the coaching yes, yes. the whole thing is you know it's like uh, like for example i have a client now who is like me an empath and she didn't realize i don't think that she was an empath right so she feels everybody else's energy and she's very sensitive. So understanding that she's an empath and that there are things that she can do to protect her energy, right, and set herself up for success in the morning, there are things that she can do to get her energy frequency up, her vibration high, right, so that she's kind of like Teflon <laughs> the rest yeah. of the day. She's now empowered with these skill sets. So she knows I'm not a victim. Mm -hmm. I'm not just this wounded thing that goes out into the world and everybody hurts me all day long. I can put up my shield. I can do this. I can do that and protect myself. How do you know if you're an empath? Sometimes I feel like I am. And now like you saying that I I always thought it was something that you just know. So it's so interesting to me that you just said she didn't know she was an empath. A lot of empaths don't know. Yeah. So like but now I'm I'm thinking about like how much I feed off of other people's energy and like wondering if that is genuinely affecting my daily life. That's one of my freebie downloads. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so I'll do that after this. You know, I was going to be in the car ride home silent, like figuring like, this out. <laughs> no, because that was just like, I just had like this like awakening just now listening yeah. to that. Because I was like, yeah. wait, I thought like everyone knew if they were an empath. Like, no. you know, sometimes I think it's like so extreme when I think, you know what I mean? I didn't know um, until my late 40s. 
Oh, wow. I did not know I was an empath. I, then once I oh my realized. Gosh, how I old said, are you? You look amazing. Oh, <laughs> like, thank you. I literally <laughs> thought you were like 40. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I know. She's like, wait, there's more I'm beyond like late, 40? I'm like late 40s. <laughs> I'm 53. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you I, look I don't phenomenal. Feel I need it. to heal whatever's in my body so I look like you at your age. Because <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the secret to oh, longevity. Thank you. Listen, I think when it's your heart, your yeah. heart and your soul. Like in my heart and my soul, I'm still like 20. So yeah. I behave like it too. I love that. <laughs> I think in my heart and my soul, I'm like 35 and freaking out about my life. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I like because everyone's like you are 24 and I'm like but uh but 35 is tomorrow and like I need yeah. to figure it out oh, like you gotta yeah. g- give yourself grace because guess yeah. what it comes and yeah. it'll be here before you know it and uh you just gotta enjoy today yeah yeah very hard yeah but yeah so how do you stop comparing yourself to a younger past version of you and appreciate the body and mind that you have now in terms of like dealing with changes when you get older Mm. so i i do just want when she said somebody asked this we had put on our social media like what i I forgot what the specific it was like what kind of questions do you have for like healing a self-love journey Mm. yeah yeah and that was one of the questions that we didn't even come up with that one of our followers had asked and Mm. we were like okay this yeah you know this will be good to put in yes but just just for a little perspective yes (laughs) i love the question when i read it i was like wow what a profound question yeah and my response to that is coming from the perspective of a 53 year old woman right yes who when i was 24 and getting you know close to getting married i hated my body I couldn't see my body for what it was. I, I, ha- I would pick, nitpick at everything. And I think that's just something that happens when we're young and we don't know any better, right? Because as you get older, as life throws its curveballs, like I've been through an illness that had me semi-paralyzed. I mm. went through breast cancer and I'm still here. So guess what? I appreciate my body. <laughs> And kids. <laughs> right? And I've had kids. Yes. It's giving me three kids. So, But you don't need to have those things happen to get to a different place in your mind, right? And so I am a s- huge advocate for meditation because I feel like it teaches us not to s- be so focused on the past, right? To be focused on the present. Every day, every morning, I have a morning routine that starts off with gratitude I list all the things, as many things as I can think of in 10 minutes, and that's a long time. (laughs) Yeah, that's a long time. (laughs) That I'm grateful for, and I make sure my body is in there because in a heartbeat, you could have an illness or something else. I'm aware of that, and so I am not going to feed my body poison, mindset-wise, right? Thought is energy. Every negative thought you give yourself, your body, guess what you're doing? You're making yourself sick. So look at the amazing things that your body does, and you can get silly with it. I tell my clients to play with this, right? Get, get really dramatic. Be like, knees, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> you support my weight. Yes, I have 20 extra pounds on me, but that's okay. You support me still. <laughs> I love you, knees, right? Play with it. Yeah. Because this is your body. You only get one, right? And, and guess what? When you get to be 53 like me, you're going to look back and be like, what the heck was my problem? I was hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So look in the mirror. Try and find, challenge yourself every time to find the things that you love about yourself. Like, here's another thing. As a photographer of women, I'm always amazed. Women don't know how beautiful they are, right? I'll get a woman come in here who has a gorgeous neckline. And I'll be like, wow, you have a stunning neckline. They're like, really? Well, because that's something that no one would, like, society wouldn't compliment. I do. You know, I know you <laughs> yeah. do. But, like, in societal <laughs> norms, like, no one's complimenting your neck in, yeah. a, in a daily life, you yeah. know? So it is, like, so interesting. Well, look in the mirror with the intention to find the things that are beautiful because she had no idea. And so I took a photo mm-hmm. of just her neckline so she could see it. Yeah. And she was like, oh. 
you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but you know what? I think sometimes it takes that outside perspective coming in and being like, wow, like this thing about you that you probably have never noticed before is so amazing and beautiful. Like we kind of talked about this on a previous episode. It was um, from this book that we had both read. And in the book, she says to her client, she says, okay, I want you to think of a scale one through 10, one being the worst, 10 being the best. And she said immediately, what do you rate yourself on that scale? And what are you basing the scale off of? And me and Fiona had completely different responses. Like, I based it off looks. She based it off a personality. I gave myself such a lower number than she would have given me. And then she gave herself a higher number because hers was about personality. And she's a great personality. And it's so interesting to think of, like, perspective and how other people view you compared to how you view yourself. And I think sometimes you need that outside perspective Mm. coming in to be like, what are you talking about? Like, you're crazy. <laughs> Do you know what my response is to that? Let me hear it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and also that scale was to me to be like, that's the number that you seek in a partner. Yes. Like, if you're giving yourself a four, then you're going to settle for a four. Yeah. So that was what that scale was to show as well, like, aside from self-love. Exactly. And this is why it's so important that our definition and self-worth is not based on external opinion yeah yes and this is the way we're programmed as especially as women right Mm -hmm. this is how we're programmed that our response how we feel about ourselves is based on how other people receive us and therefore that we use that as our signpost but what I'm trying to do is shift that so that women will feel internally like also I'm a spiritual person I meditate it's like I have this awareness of myself not as this body like, I joke all the time, I'm this huge soul that's trying to cram into this little body. Yeah. That's how I see myself. Yeah. And when we can see ourselves that way, we understand that this is so irrelevant, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I hate the fact that I have, you know, uh, everything's brown, everything. My hair, my eyeballs, my skin. <laughs> I'm just brown, right? <laughs> and, you know, so it's... but. It's irrelevant. Yeah. I'm this beautiful light in yeah. the world. Right? It almost like is insignificant. Yeah. Like to think yeah. of it. Like because I, I same thing. Like I hate my brown hair. Like I have I say it all the time. I have shit brown <laughs> eyes. Like <laughs> this is a poop color. Like <laughs> it's okay. You know, and it just like when you put it in that perspective of like your soul and who you are as a person, it just seems so insignificant like who cares you know yeah and something else i would tell that person too who asked that question that beautiful question is that no matter how you see yourself right now there's somebody else looking at you saying wow she's beautiful yeah and you know the people we look at we say wow they're beautiful they're thinking oh my god i hate this about myself Mm -hmm. I see that all the time as a photographer. Women that society would say, oh, my God, she's a stunner, have more issues with themselves yeah. than the average Janes who come in who are just like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's so difficult. Like, you know, you can hear it from yeah. the outside. Like, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. I know personally, like, I've heard it, but it's the internal work that is going to yes. make the difference. Yeah, 100%. You know, like, I'm I'm not going to believe you. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I love you, <laughs> but I'm not going to believe you if you tell me I'm pretty. Like, it's it's something that's internalized that has to come from within. And, if like, you could tell me a million times, but until you're ready to hear it and until you're ready to make the change internally, I feel like it's not going to you know, change. You're not going to fully believe it. That's why it needs to come from inside and we need to do the work because all of us have things that are beautiful about us. All of us have things that maybe we wish were different, Mm -hmm. right? But we don't get to say, we don't get to decide that. So why not focus on the things that are beautiful? Exactly. Okay. So I have two more questions before we go into 20 questions. Mm -hmm. The first one, because you talked briefly about meditating Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to meditate like a lot personally, and I've read a lot of books about it, but I really, really struggle with meditation. So what is your advice (laughs) with meditating or finding a form of meditation that works for you? Download my five P's of meditation. (laughs) She's like, she's like, I already have that. (laughs) No, you know, this is so great because you're validating all my downloads. I'm like, 
Yes. There's an, a download for that. <laughs> no, I call it the five P's of meditation because a lot of women that I speak to are like, I'm struggling. I can't figure it out. And what I realized when I was in Mexico for two weeks at a spiritual retreat, um, all the women would meet for sunrise to meditate, but everybody else was struggling. And so they started asking me for advice. And I, real, I, I taught them that there are so many different kinds of meditation. You have to find the one that works for you, right? So if you can't see things in your mind's eye, don't do visualizations, <laughs> right? If you can't sit still, you're like a high energy person, do a walking meditation. You don't have to sit in lotus position. That's not required, right? So in this download, I debunk like five myths about meditation and um, I guide people to exploring different ones. Now, I'm creating a meditation system for women specifically because the feminine energy is about movement and expression through the body. So um, I will invite you both to demo it. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's really important, I think, for women um, to, to embrace an aspect of meditation that incorporates movement because we're so busy trying to get out of our bodies all the time, right? When connecting with intuition and self-awareness is about being in your body, and being comfortable experiencing your body and what it feels like and what it moves like. So that itself can be a meditation, right? Yeah. We, we struggle because we have some idea about what meditation is. Like, oh, I need to have zero thoughts. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, like, that's true. Like, yeah, I, it's always I like, think oh, how do you clear your mind? And yeah, it's like, and I I've can't. The, the, like, everything that you're saying, like, I've always thought, like, meditation like I need to sit with zero thoughts in lotus position not move <laughs> for like 15 minutes and it's so interesting that you're adding movement into it because I think you know we you know I grew up dancing but she did as well mm -hmm. so I think for the two of us that's something that's you know our bodies are accustomed to that it's like it would probably be like more beneficial to yes. do a movement yes. you know meditation rather than just sitting still because Here's the we've thing. never done that you <laughs> already meditate i'm sure yeah i'm sure I mean, when you dance, are in the yeah. i've seen videos of you when yeah. you're in the studio and you're just expressing yeah that is meditation yeah you're not thinking about your grocery list yeah no you are in that moment fully present yeah being existing expressing yeah, that and we is meditation. Didn't even realize it. That's probably <laughs> why I was so, so much happier when I was dancing in high school. Because yeah. I, I mean, I remember that being so therapeutic. Yeah, you know, just going to dance and like expressing yourself. It was almost like uh, an escape yeah. from school and everything else. It was yeah. just, you know, I, I actually had never one of thought my, of it that I way. I actually had one of my therapists tell me that when I asked about meditation and she said that dancing is your meditation and that you should dance more. That's mm -hmm. actually what she told me. And yeah. Find your roots and stuff. Yeah. Meditation is singularity of focus. Okay. You could be washing dishes and, and just focused on the dishes and that's meditation. Okay. Right. We have all these ideas about what meditation should look like and that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. I definitely did until, yeah. you know, you're saying this right now. I yeah, think that's definitely. so interesting. I love that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a lot of the topics that we've brought up and we're like, oh, well, what about this? And you're like, I have a freebie. <laughs> what freebies do you have? Yeah. Like, what I freebies do you have? And like, like, I kind of want to like find link them? them into this like episode yeah. description so people can actually sure. go get them. I mean, there's, let me think of all of that. I mean, there's um, on the link tree mm -hmm. that you guys found, um, there is the meditation one. There's the, are you an empath one? Okay. Um, there is the self-love challenge journey one there is one i call the lotus woman wheel of life which is it it it'll, it allows you to see where is your life imbalanced right so you there's eight major life areas and you score each one on a scale of one to zero to ten and it should look like an even wheel if it's balanced but all of us are out of balance in some way or most of us are and so you get to see where are you really in balance, but then also where are your resources, right? Oh, that's interesting. And so it's a visual that helps you to understand where you might want to create positive change in your life. Wow. So what are the 
different, I, I guess, categories? Yeah, there are eight of them. It's like, you know, health, uh, wellness, um, romance, social, things like that, finance, okay. uh, intellectual, so spiritual, so mm-hmm. a lot of those, the key things in, in yeah. your life that are important. Um, and so you get to rate each one, but then see, I think the visual is what's really important. Okay. Because sometimes people don't realize how out of balance their life is. Yeah. Right. And that they have these resources on the other side. So yeah. then it helps you see that and then you can make, set an intention to create positive change in those regards. Wow. I love that. So I know that you are very into meditation. We are both very invested in manifestation. Mm. Do you also manifest and how do you and intertwine that with like visualization meditation? <laughs> I'm just interested for myself yes. because that I feel like that when I do like visualization that for me is meditating and also manifesting yes for like my future self yes well i am an i strongly believe in the power of two things one is the manifestation attraction all of that raising your vibration to match the thing that you're trying to manifest in your life but i also believe in setting your intention and speaking the word right when I decided I was going to pursue the photography thing, I remember I was at a diner with my mom and the, the cashier lady said, oh, what do you do? I don't know why she asked me. I don't remember that part. But I said, <laughs> I'm That's a, a very interesting question. I know. It <laughs> at was a like, diner? <laughs> it kind of caught me off guard too. But I said, I'm a photographer. And at the point, at that time, I wasn't yet a photographer. And I remember my mom's head whipped around like, what? <laughs> oh, you're like, oh, uh, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> because in my mind's eye, I was already that photographer. Yeah. Right. So there's their const- There's that idea of si- stepping into your future self and behaving as her now so that your brain gets the memo and you start acting as if you start changing your life. I was listening to Joe Dispenza this morning and he actually said something about how like you have to parts of you have to die so you can become the new person. Right. So what how do you transform yourself, your thinking? Because if you don't transform your thinking, you're going to stay the person that you are now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, that's so true. Yes. So and part of that is visualization. The more you can visualize like I visualize my next level step and i visualize this beach house that i live in it's a modern house i can see the clothes i'm wearing like it's so crystal clear for me i can feel it i love that so what is some advice that you would give young women in their 20s i'm just gonna say that what is some advice that you would give someone in your 20s not necessarily about this but if you could go back to your 20s and do it all over again. What, what is would you tell yourself? Yeah. What would you tell 24? your younger self? Oh. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. It's love yourself. Mm-hmm. Find yourself love. Peel those layers of the onion back, right? Let go of everything. Other people, like, tune into your thoughts. When you have a self-defeating thought, who said that? Do you buy it? Do you believe it? Really? Let it go. It's not yours right and replace it with a more empowering thought because each of us is here for a reason each of us is incredible in our own way Uh, when we connect with how we each are unique and different and special (laughs) and incredible then we have like we're just empowered to go through life in a powerful way i loved every second of that you know i i'm (laughs) sitting here and i'm like I'm almost getting like a little emotional. Yeah, thinking I'm very about emotional. Yeah, yeah, like I could probably cry. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> we're, <laughs> gonna, we're gonna cry on the way home. <laughs> Remember that guest who made us cry? No, I'm but gonna cry in the back I mean, seat on the I, way home. You know, you're not even directly talking about either of us, right? Like you don't like you don't know. Fi- I mean, I know you know me, but you don't know Fiona's background or but anything like not like that. specifically what we're going through in our lives right and now. I feel like it's so emotional and you can cater it directly to me that I can't even imagine like doing a one-on-one coaching session with you mm. and how emotional I'm sure your clients are 
It's because she's an empath, Ashley. <laughs> it's because she actually does know what's going on in our I lives. I know, but I just like I like I'm so emotional right now, and I feel like you're being very broad right now, and I can't even imagine like working with you one on one and feeling that way. You know what I mean? When it's directly catered to me, because I feel like I can relate as you're being so broad. So if you were to actually double down on Ashley, like. What about you? Like, I can't even imagine, like, how emotional that would make me feel and, like, the process of that. But it's it's emotional in a cathartic way. Yeah. Because then it gives you, per- you give yourself permission to let go of things that cause you pain. Yeah. Right? Thoughts that cause you pain. Thoughts that don't serve you. Right? When we start to, I don't want to get too much into this woo-woo stuff, but, like, <laughs> you know, the whole concept of the ego mind the monkey brain the monkey mind the buddhists mm-hmm. call it right it's a real thing and when we start to understand that oftentimes our negative inner voice is that monkey mind it's not us we can observe it and listen to it and we can ask ourselves who's observing and listening to that that's the real you yeah right? but that monkey mind that has that negative I want to squash you. You're nothing. You're ugly. Look at you. You look fat. That is not us. Right? Yeah. So when we can recognize it as something apart, the way that our brain, our mind is trained and programmed to think, but it's not the core of who we are, we can separate ourselves from it and not own it and not think, oh, there I am thinking these negative things about myself. No, my ego mind is... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I love that. Right? I need to start like consciously doing that cuz I I definitely have those negative thoughts and I don't squash them. Um so I I definitely want to like consciously think about yeah. these things. Yes. Yeah. Here's one tip. If you start to pay attention to those mm-hmm. and you notice there are some that are common, they keep coming up, write them down on a piece of paper and then on the other side of the paper write here's my response yeah <laughs> right? like the opposite so yeah. when i think oh you gained weight you look fat your response could be i love my curves yeah i love that i feel so feminine in these curves yeah that way as soon as it pops up you have a response yeah i feel like that's probably important too cuz i mean i know for me like most of those negative thoughts are reoccurring it's not you know a one and of course there are you know one or two that pop up that I'm like I've never heard that before (laughs) that's new (laughs) that's new (laughs) that's a new one Um, (laughs) a new kind of (laughs) self-flagellation yeah but I think most of them are reoccurring so I think writing them down might be but I I need to consciously be doing all of this because you know everything you're saying I feel like is totally hitting home and I'm sure it's going to hit home for a lot of the people who listen to this all right so we're going to kind of shift here to 20 questions. Um, so rapid fire, 20 questions, quick answers. So I'll start. Yes. Uh, question number one, what's your favorite book? You're allowed to say your own. <laughs> 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 Never had a guest on that has their own book. So <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I would have to say my favorite. I have so many, but m- the four agreements. Oh, okay. That's on my list actually to read. All right. What is your favorite podcast? Yours. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Usually we have to force people to say that. So I appreciate you just saying yeah, it on your own. Usually we're like besides we're like ours. Besides ours. <laughs> okay. Do you have any other ones you listen to, though, that you recommend? I like to switch it up a lot. I mean, I, I listen to a lot of business podcasts, you know, like I love Amy Porterfield um, and then spiritual ones. But really, it's. Right now, the space that I'm in is in creation mode. So I'm trying to keep external stuff out so that I can communicate purely my thoughts. I love love that right now. Mm -hmm. Love that. Um, What's one piece of advice you would give to your younger self? Love yourself. Love that. Do you think money can buy happiness? Not true happiness. Okay. Okay. Do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? total introvert really Really? (laughs) (laughs) i was was not gonna accept that i score like 98 on the introversion scale oh yes wow Mm. wow that's interesting wow what would you do if you were suddenly awarded a billion dollars oh yeah i would give half of it away 
and the other to charities that I feel strongly about and then the other half I would you know just set up uh, for my kids so that like my future the future generations after me would be kind of set up and hopefully they wouldn't screw it up (laughs) I love that (laughs) love that Um, in your life what was the biggest blessing in disguise you're gonna be surprised by this okay being really sick with Lyme disease that I thought I was gonna die Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that would give you a whole new perspective. It turned out to be the biggest gift. Now, I'm going to get emotional, but it really turned out to be the biggest gift. Wow. Wow. Um, What is something you feel like you manifested, even if it was subconsciously? My book deal. Ooh. Okay. Total serendipitous thing. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, If you were not in this industry, what industry would you be in? (laughs) <laughs> the one I'm kind of in already <laughs> the coaching one yeah so I guess I know you're, you're kind of in both so yeah. completely separate. like completely like separate if you, you could like do anything do with. yeah oh. that you're currently not related to at all I would be a recording artist <laughs> really I love that okay mm, yes. like a singer yes oh I love that yeah that's interesting what are you most passionate about Healing women. I love that. Uh, what do you value most in a person? Their their pure energy, their pure souls. I love that. Would you say, yeah, would you say like authenticity? Yeah, too? I feel people's light. Like it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter what they look like or what they say. I feel their energy. And sometimes I just feel somebody's energy. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a sun shower. Right? Yeah, it's so nice to be around those yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Is it my turn? Mm-hmm. I was getting confused. What was your dream job when you were a kid? A singer. A singer, <laughs> that makes it. sense. That's yeah. why you want to be a recording artist. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what are you most proud of? <clears throat> that I have had to undo a lot of uh, training to create the things that I've created and achieve the things that I've achieved I love that what do you struggle with the most (laughs) (laughs) I have too many ideas so I struggle (laughs) with just picking one and going with it I relate to that a lot (laughs) yeah I want to dip your toes in everything yes yes uh what is something many people misread about you yeah, people think I'm extra. I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. I was going to say besides <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's totally, really yeah. bad. I hate going to big group things. It's, it's like a struggle. Yeah. You know, so yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, that I would definitely miss Yeah, I, we did. <laughs> <laughs> um, where is the best place you've ever visited? Best place. Wow. Um, I, I would have to say Turkey was like really oh, wow. cool. What makes you stand out from others? It cracks me up when you start laughing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> As I see it, let's see. <laughs> I, I'm a pretty unusual bird sometimes. <laughs> In a lot of regards. Like, I got crystals everywhere. <laughs> like, we love that. Talk to angels. I mean, I could be out there. I love it, though. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, I, but I think that that makes you who you are like I think yeah. that that is your authentic self so I love that and it's yeah. taken me years to get to yes. the point where I embrace it all yes. yeah 100% love that. um so what is one of your goals for 2022 hmm. I know we're kind of halfway through but I'm I really focus on writing this third book now okay yeah I really want to get it done this year okay yeah what is something you know you want for yourself long term that feels really out of reach right now? Getting my three sons situated in their lives. <laughs> <laughs> where I don't have to worry about them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's no, that I mean, sense. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Last question. What is one word you want to be remembered by? Inspiring. 
love that. I love that so much. Yeah, I just got chills. I know. I'm like, <laughs> oh, love that so much. All right. Well, thank you so, so much. I think yeah. this is like my favorite conversation I to know. date. Yeah. Um, we came here and she was like, Fiona, you're going to love this. I said <laughs> like, it. I said it from the beginning. I was like, you are going to love her. You are going to love the conversation. I was like, just the way she talks. Yes. Like, I mean, you if know, you start a podcast, I will listen to it every single day. Like religiously. <laughs> well, it's coming. Yeah. I'm so excited about it because yeah. I will listen to it every single day. Oh, thank you. Uh, I really enjoyed this chat. And now I want to do all your freebies and yeah. probably come here yeah, all the time. Silent in the car ride home <laughs> doing all of this. I am. <laughs> I need to find out if I'm an empath. <laughs> <laughs> she stole all that. I'm like, I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. So I think there's just a lot of insight. I feel like a lot of the people that we have had on are around our age. So they struggle with the same things that we kind of struggle with. Yes. But I think not not that you make our problems like insignificant but it almost feels that way because at the end of the day like what we're worried about won't matter yeah I think you bring such a different perspective that like we really need to hear and our listeners really need to hear because most of the people that listen are in their 20s um and this is why we wanted to have you on because we really needed that new perspective of everything especially self-love and healing and how insignificant some of our worries are yeah at, at this age yeah yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. You both are beautiful, <laughs> and honestly, it's it's these are things. Let everyone know not to judge themselves for having the struggles they have. I mean, in part, we're all programmed to have them, right? Yeah. But just it's a choice to set yourself free. I love, I love that. that so much. Yeah. Thank you so so yeah, much for you. everything. Can you tell us where everyone can find you on social media, follow you, find all your freebies, anything? If they want to book something with you, mm-hmm. let us know where they can find you. Okay. Well, on Instagram, um, the the handle for my coaching work and where all those freebies we talked about <laughs> are is um, the Feminine Soul Whisperer. That's the, ha- the hashtag or the handle. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I got to get this stuff down. <laughs> <laughs> The boudoir photography page is Long Island Boudoir Photography, all spelled out. Um, boudoir is spelled B-O-U-D-O-I-R. Most people spell it wrong. <laughs> and those are the key spots, yeah. And Amazing. my website, susaneckertma.com. Thank you so, so much. Love it. Everyone Thank go you. follow her. Yes. <laughs> Thank you.